This is the Toward a New World podcast with your host, Corinna Stoffel. As a space for all things regarding the global collective transition we are in, we have conversations about transition, separation, and connection regarding oneself, others, and the earth. The aim is to educate, empower, and inspire. Welcome to my new podcast. It's not easy to decide what do you do for the first episode if you are a perfectionist like I am, or at least can be. So I ended up deciding, since I mentioned transition in the intro, to do this as the first theme of my new podcast. Let's talk about the process of a transition. First of all, there is the ending. And on some level, this could be a major step. We often intuitively know that something needs to change, but we're not quite clear on what is it and how am I going to change it? So on an individual level, there is no moving on uh, in that whole process of a transition without letting go of something. On a cultural or societal level, systems are breaking up, breaking apart. And so often we use band-aids, let's fix this, this is not quite working, uh, to prop it up and overlooking the fact that it actually is signaling to us that it's time to let go of that system to come up with something different. And uh, people tend to not like change. And I am keenly familiar with that, having worked with a lot of people in transition. Uh, And I even heard it once uh, almost put as, when you change, you break the marriage contract that I promise or whoever uh, got married promised to stay the same person. Now, change is part of nature from the way I look at it. And so are we resisting nature or are we embracing nature? by going with the change. Uh, What needs to change? What is no longer working in your life when I have the sense of something needs to change that what is now working in my life? 
where do does it feel like I'm in a rut? And there is it's almost like there is stagnation. And on some level, the word that comes up for me right now is something is starting to rot. It's not a life anymore. So how to go about it? And it really means looking at it, defining what it is that needs to change, what it is that I am ready to let go of and commit to letting go of. And that feels scary because I'm used to, I'm doing this and then that happens and there is a whole process. And as a sudden, it seems like I'm stepping off the cliff. The, I don't know what the next step is. And that in some level is norm, absolutely normal because that is part of the process of a transition, finding out how the next few steps are evolving. And it's the process. There is, you can almost say there is a process to the ending, you start to disengage of your current way of functioning to separate, to sort of put a stop sign up and say, oops, I'm going in the same direction. What else can I do? How can I change that? How can I let go of that? And it's also a dismantling that is looking at what is exactly going on? What are the steps that I'm doing and where do those steps come from and why am I doing them? And often there is history associated with it. There um, are times in my life when I made certain decisions that, okay, this is how I'm going to deal with that situation. And what may have worked well 10, 15, 20 years ago is not necessarily working well anymore. So something needs to change because it need, doesn't honor who I have become because I have changed as a person and it's often not even something that we cognitively notice. We may be intuitively aware of it, but cognitively, not necessarily. And then the, another step is also we need to disidentify. We so identify this is who I am. And I remember well, that, uh, for instance, uh, some years ago, uh, I was dealing with a physical issue and you could not have insulted me any more than telling me that I'm a victim. I was not a victim. That was very clear to me. But at that moment, I looked at it 
And I was open to perceive that, wow, I am truly doing victim really well. So on some level, my idea that I'm not a victim is not correct. And I decided to drop that label and drop a few other labels that I had assigned to myself just for good measure, because if that one was wrong, there was a good likelihood that several of them were wrong. And let's just see every single time, instead of I am this, that, or the other, experience and check in and go from there. So the ending needs to happen, and it's a process that then spills over into what William Bridges in his book Transitions calls the neutral zone, or for the moviegoers among us who are fast, fascinated with the heroes movies. Usually there is the home base and the hero needs to leave the home base and go through challenges to become eventually the hero. And so the next phase I often call the challenge. And what is that all about? So often that time period feels wrong. I don't know who I am because I disidentified. What am I going to do? How am I going to deal with this situation? And wanting to be in control of things. It's sort of like the flag goes up, wrong direction, need to go back. Only, do you really need to go back? Or is there something to be explored? And I remember very well when I was going through a major transition in my life that I somehow had the urge, and that holds true for other people too, to go and be by myself. So at that time I was living in California, so I drove for a few hours to the coast, booked myself into a motel, and I chose the town because as a backup, as a safety, I knew people there. I had some friends. And so if everything fell apart, I could meet with them. And they agreed that in case they would be there for me. But it was really important to, to take that time to just be with myself, to journal, to put things down that came up not necessarily writing a story, but just being with pop, with what popped, what popped, what popped. And each moment, each day, I did it for several, I stayed there for several days. So I got really clear 
that, yes, this is necessary. I didn't necessarily have a clear idea yet of where I wanted to go, what the transition was going to be like, how it would look like once I made it through the whole process. But I had started. And taking that time is so important. Uh, it's not a time of doing, doing things, having an agenda. Uh, it's a time of just being present with yourself. It's a time of being. And we are called human beings, yet more correctly, we should be called human doings because we are so engaged in doing, doing, doing. We do not feel productive if we don't do. We're wasting time. Sitting still is not okay. Unless you're a total couch potato and then you're wrong anyway. So being productive means doing. But being can be, if you really allow yourself, can be so incredibly productive in the long run. There is a lot going on in the moment that is not necessarily cognitively visible, but it's bubbling in here and taking the time to allow that process within me is really important. Um, are we willing to be present with mystery? I mean, we are so cognitively, we're so much in our heads and I absolutely, as a former math teacher, relate to being in my head. And yet there is more to the world than just being in your head, than just looking at things and analyzing them. There is mystery. And we allow ourselves and enjoy reading a good mystery novel, but actively being present with mystery in our life, that's a different ballgame. So I also have done rites of passages and I have trained as a guide to support people through a rite of passage. Be spending time in the wilderness, fasting, is a challenge not just because of the spending time in the wilderness and the physical challenge and the physical challenge of fasting, but being outdoor in nature, it's almost nature presents us with what is important in that moment. Because, as I said earlier, change is something absolutely natural for nature. And 
So removing ourselves from our regular place, from our schedule that we have. And that to some extent, despite being in a foreign town by myself, you still keep the schedule of having breakfast. I went to the beach. I spent time on, at the beach, not necessarily doing anything, just sitting there. Uh, but with fasting, that whole eating cycle that we tend to punctuate our day with is falling away. It's no longer there. So there is more openness to being present with mystery. And being present with mystery allows us to be present with experiences that can be very transformative. And it also requires a level of surrender, which again is something that is, seems to be counterintuitive, counterculture, because there is so much emphasis on being in control, on knowing exactly what to do and when and how, etc. Just being present and what I call following the energy of what bubbles up, what is asking to be done or to be experienced in that particular moment and then being with that experience, integrating it, digesting it, asking questions around it. It's a different way of being in the world. In a transition, especially the neutral zone or the challenging time, really requires that. It's important. I've always have a journal. And when I go, not necessarily through an obvious transition, but there, I notice that something needs to shift. I start pulling out my journal and journaling and just doing, writing down all the thoughts that pop up. And it's interesting for me to afterwards read what I read, wrote, <laughs> read what I read, um, and being present with it, not having an agenda, not asking, oh, why did I write this? No, just being present with it. Having hmm, the wonderment that a child has when it's exploring something. Having curiosity and just allowing it. And as I move through that challenging period, that neutral time zone. Eventually, I will discover what is it that I truly desire? What is it that is up for me? 
that I am yearning for. And so often, if we look back on our life, this has been something that was up for us in childhood, maybe in one way because our world was so much more limited than it is when we are in our 30s, 40s, 50s, or whatever the age may be. Uh, and I have noticed that the ideas that I had, the desires that I had, are now present again, but in a more mature and therefore different way. It's sort of like I've been around the block a few times and have seen things, have experienced, and that shifts the interpretation. But how much have we followed that people told us, you're good at that. We noticed that we're good at something. So we went to college, to university, studied it, went into a profession. And yeah, after the initial excitement wears off, there is sort of like, why the heck am I doing that? It's not really fulfilling me. And are we willing to see this as a time that transition is ready, that we are ready to ask for something new, to do a shift? And after that ending, moving into the neutral zone, the challenge to find out what it is that we really desire where we want to go, then the new beginning is starting. And that is also not necessarily an easy phase. All three phases have their challenges because I got clear on what I want to do. But how the heck do I implement that? How do I go about making that real now in my life? And this is again a time where it's sort of, oh, I'm running into too many difficulties. I guess I must have gone down the wrong path. Let's go back and just undo everything that we just did. How much if we run into discomfort or somewhat difficulties, are we interpreting it as being a sign that we are going down the wrong road, that we're going down the wrong path? Because if it would be the right path, it obviously would be easy. Not necessarily. Really becoming who I am, who you are, fully in all its expressions to live your purpose is not necessarily an easy step because it may go counter the mainstream. 
you may not fit in as much as you did before. You may have to be willing to initially walk in a different direction, which can mean losing friends. On the other hand, it also can mean gaining new friends that are more aligned with where you decide to go. So the new beginning truly is a step-by-step-by-step process of exploration. And what if we stop having the agenda of the goal what we, where we want to end up, rather say asking, okay, what's the first step? And taking that step. What's the next step? And following that, not knowing the road ahead. And it may feel again, stepping off a cliff. But there is that saying that if you're willing to step up off the cliff, then you can find out that you will be caught either by the hands of God, of the universe, of mystery, whatever you call, whatever your name is for it, or that there is a net that the universe has provided for you that you will land in, and then it gently, you get lowered down to the ground. And as a sudden you stand on your two feet and everything becomes clear. Transition is an interesting journey. And the new beginning, do people who know you see something new in you? Then you truly and a new beginning. If they don't, it could be that you are making a pseudo new beginning by coming up with a slightly different version of your old story and call it a new beginning. In a new beginning, something really changes in you. Something is truly different. And now, having said in the very beginning in the intro that we are in a global collective transition, if you look at the world, on some level, it seems like things are falling apart. And that is a sign that we have come to the end of the systems. So how much are you willing to check in with you? What kind of world would you like? And get clear on that. That is your neutral zone. We all, in a way, are in a neutral zone, in the challenge, 
deciding on what is it that we actually would like? How would we like the world to function? What would we like to see? And to dream about it, to get clear about it, and then start living from that place. Doesn't matter if anybody else is doing it. If I know this is the world that I would like to live in, then why don't I live my life in that way? Why do I not then treat nature, treat other people, behave in a way that represents that different way of being? And in that sense, we all can make it through the transition. We can make it through the transition knowing that I'm not alone. There's so many others that are in the same boat. And what if we come together and work together, talk with each other, create change as we see fit, as we are called to? Maybe that's the calling that we have at this point in time. Please leave a comment or any questions. I will get back to you, and I promise that. I'm, it may not be right away, maybe tomorrow, but I will get back to you and any comments or ideas on things that you would like to know more about. I will consider and maybe have it as an upcoming uh, podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.